Happy Fantasy Friday to all you loyal listeners out there. Today, we will take a look at some of the stardom or sit'em scenarios and sleepers with a little Seahawks versus Lions flavor coming up on today's show. You are locked on Seahawks. Your daily Seattle Seahawks podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, 12s, and good evening. This is Nick Lee, your host for this weekly bonus episode of Locked On Seahawks. It's Fantasy Friday. We're going to discuss some starter Mercedes scenarios with a little Seahawks Lions theme mixed in as well, as well as a few players to watch around the league. Also, some sleepers, and, uh, maybe to pick up on waivers as we get down to business here in, in the, on the second part of the show. And in case you need a boost this week, maybe some players that are under the radar to look for. So let's start with some stardom or sit'em scenarios. And going first with the Lions and Seahawks matchup, first is Rashad Penny. I think this is a week where you can finally trust Rashad Penny a little bit more. Um, the Lions rank 31st in defense against running backs in fantasy. So they're the second to last, second to worst team in the league again when uh, for, for fantasy points uh, given up to running backs. So this is a good spot, I think, for, for Rashad Penny, who should still get the lion's share of touches against the Lions for the Seahawks. <laughs> no pun intended there. Um, and also the Lions are 27th in rushing defense allowed as well. So, And I'm right here with you guys. Uh, I have full disclosure. I have Rashad Penny as my flex this week. So I'm going to ride or die with Rashad Penny, just like you. <laughs> so um, if, if you go down this week because Rashad Penny didn't do anything, just know, take heart in the fact that I did too. <laughs> so um, if, if, if he's, I, I think he's due, I think he's due for a big week. Um, he's, he's been bottled up a little bit as far as fantasy goes. I think this is a good week to maybe, um, have him log his first double-digit point, a double-digit fantasy point game this year. I think his best is at 7.5 points per my fantasy Yahoo league. And every time I reference points, um, I'm just going to go off of my fantasy PPR league that I play in. So um, if the points are a little off, I might be playing an ESPN league or a non-PPR league. Um, but those are the ones I'm going to go off of there just um, for, for heads up. So just know I'm starting Rashad Penny and my team. And if, if you go down with the ship, um, knowing, no, I'm going down right with you. So um, it's, again, it's not a perfect science. Uh, we all know fantasy is pretty much gambling and there's a roll of dice every time, but I, I think this is a good spot for Rashad Penny. And on the flip side, on the Lions side of things, I think you should start Jamal Adams, my guy. I'm a big BYU fan. Jamal Adams is the uh, BYU all-time leading rusher, and for good reason. He's an extremely talented running back. Um, I think he's a really good pickup. If you haven't, if he's still, if he's still somehow available in your league, pick him up right now. I don't think he'll be a free agent much longer in your league if he is. Um, four rushing touchdowns already. Clearly a red zone weapon. The Seahawks are 26th in defense against running backs and in fantasy. So not quite as bad as the Lions, but still the bottom quarter of the league against running backs. Um, especially with DeAndre Swift being out this this week. Jamal Adams will get the Lions' share of the running back uh, touches for the Lions, and uh, um, he's RB1, Jamal Adams, or Jamal Adams. Jamal Williams is RB1 for Detroit this week and was one of the best 
running backs in fantasy football last week in week three with 23.7 points last week. So he really put up a big week and he will be heavily used again. And two of his first three games have, uh, have really have two of his first three games have gone for at least 15 fantasy points. So already this year, he has been a huge fantasy player. So I'd be really surprised if he's available in your league, but if he is, absolutely pick him up and start because I think this is a he's a really really good running back and a good option as long as DeAndre Swift is on the shelf and even when he comes back Jamal Adams or gosh Jamal Williams has uh, been a really good option in the red zone he has four touchdowns to DeAndre Swift's one touchdown even though Swift technically has more rushing yards it's because I think they use Jamal Williams a bit more in the red zones which is another reason to use him in fantasy because there, there there's uh there's more opportunities there for touchdowns now, we talked about the Seahawks-Lions matchup. Both running backs, I think, are in a good spot, uh, both both opposing running backs. And on the other side of things, or around the league, I'm trying to give you a bigger scope here to, to give you help with your fantasy team outside of that specific matchup, um, is C.D. Lamb, wide receiver out of, uh, of Dallas. Um, C.D. Lamb is coming off of a solid Monday night football game against the Giants, 18.7 points, and that was with – a very egregious drop um, that probably could have been for a touchdown, at least uh, a few more points there. And it seems like backup quarterback Cooper Rush, who is in for the injured Dak Prescott at least for another week or so, trusts C.D. Lamb a lot and looks for him often. In fact, C.D. Lamb has 34 targets so far this year. The next closest Cowboy has 21 targets. So clearly C.D. Lamb is the preferred target in that offense. And they also played the Washington Commanders, who have a pretty porous defense. They are the third worst defense in defending receivers in fantasy. So they give up the third amount, of, third most amount of fantasy points to receivers this year. So this could be actually a big day for C.D. Lamb. Uh, so don't let him sit on your bench and potentially cost your team a win. Get him in there because I think this is a really good matchup for C.D. Lamb. Now, time for some sit-em. Give some two sit-em here and two sit Players, you, I think you should sit first being in that matchup, Jared Goff. If you have Goff, in fact, don't laugh. He's actually been a top 10 fantasy quarterback, number 10, as far as my fantasy league goes, as far as points acquired or accrued so far this year. He's been a pretty solid quarterback in fantasy, um, according to my Yahoo PPR league. Um, but this game, he'll be without his top receiver, Amon, Rens, Amon Ross St. Brown. He'll be without DeAndre Swift. He'll be without a couple key offensive linemen, I think. Um, and DeAndre Swift can make an impact in the passing game. And he might even be without Reynolds and Chark, the other two top receivers. So we're talking about Goff being possibly without his four viable weapons. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is still there, um, but there's just there, there's no way this doesn't impact his fantasy value. So um, the Lions might also opt to run a bit more, run the ball a bit more with how shoddy the uh, Seahawks' run defense has been, with how great Jamal Williams has been. So if you have a better quarterback versus defense option, I think um, just take it for for this week. Um, if you don't, if, if there's a big drop-off with Jared Goff, maybe leave him in there. But if you can find a, a quick fix, a better matchup, it's not really a matchup. It's mostly uh, Jared Goff just dealing with a ton of injuries <laughs> to, his, to his playmakers. When they're fully healthy, the Lions are really dangerous. But I think this is a week where – you might see Goff's numbers take a big hit with some of the, the lack of availability of some of his weapons. And around the league, um, a guy that I think you should sit or stay away from this week 
is running back for the Green Bay Packers, A.J. Dillon. So not Aaron Jones, but A.J. Dillon has been kind of a trendy pick as a sneaky good running back. Um, he's technically behind Aaron Jones. I know he's not technically RB1 in Green Bay. However, the Packers usually have played A.J. Dillon a ton, given him some touches. But the Packers play the Patriots on Sunday. And New England is the actual number four best defense against running backs in fantasy this season. Um, plus, Dillon faced an, a pretty much an equally good defense last week in Tampa Bay and had less than five fantasy points. So you don't want that in your in your running backs. That's that's not good. Um, so don't count on him count, uh, racking up the points this week. Um, so I, I would stay away from A.J. Dillon just for this week with him playing a solid defense and him uh, kind of, kind of uh, in a bit of a slump with uh, facing two tough defenses in a row in Tampa Bay and in New England. So I, I would stay away from him. So stay away from Jared Goff if you can, just because of the injuries. And, and A.J. Dillon just with the matchup against the Patriots. When I come back, I'll give you a few players to watch for on the waiver wire as sleepers to pick up as a boost this week. Don't go anywhere. This is the Fantasy Friday episode of Locked on Seahawks. I proposed to my wife during Halloween time in a haunted corn maze. It was dark, um, a little bit scary for multiple reasons. And I had I dropped the ring, it would have spelled disaster. There is no way we would have found that ring in the corn maze in the dark. Um, so here's the lesson. You don't want to be that guy. And you certainly don't want it splattered all over the internet. The guys at Brightco Jewelry Insurance will make sure you get a replacement for the full value of that ring. No matter if it's lost, stolen, or you just can't figure out what happened to it, go to bright.co forward slash locked on. It's the fastest, easiest, and cheapest way to cover your butt with the best jewelry insurance in the business. These guys at Brightco are geniuses. They made buying insurance for your engagement ring, your watch, or whatever so friggin' easy, you can get it covered in two minutes on your cell phone. You won't find a better deal on great coverage that's super affordable. Bright.co, bright.co forward slash locked on. Welcome back to the Fantasy Friday edition of Locked on Seahawks. I am your host for this weekly segment, Nick Lee. Let's talk sleepers now. Guys that might not be the sexiest fantasy players, they're more likely in your waiver wire or your free agent pools in your respective leagues, but they also face maybe favorable matchups this week and can provide your team with a boost if you're dealing with some injuries or lack of depth or they could be guys that are behind, or normally behind guys in the depth chart who are facing injuries of their own, and they all of a sudden are rising up the depth chart and will face more playing time than before. And that is my that is kind of the what follows. Um, that's where my first one falls under that category is Josh Reynolds, the receiver for the Detroit Lions. We've talked a lot about the injuries and the impact of that injury. This comes with a big caveat, however, Reynolds himself is questionable for this game against the Seahawks. So I would watch this closely. So as the game nears and, you know, Saturday night, even early Sunday morning, if you can, keep an eye on Josh Reynolds. Because if he does play, I think he could be in for a lot of targets. He is coming off of back-to-back 11-point or 11-plus point games, back-to-back double-digit fantasy point games. And with the injury to Amon Ross St. Brown, with also DJ Chark questionable, it may fall to Reynolds to get some really good looks and long looks against the Seahawks. Jared Goff might have to rely on him and Hawkinson a lot more um, just with the lack of weapons they're going to have all around. So Josh Reynolds of the Lions is a guy I think to pick up. 
Um, he's not very, um, he's not, I think he's maybe 10% rostered or 12% rostered at this point. He is a popular ad right now. I, I, so you can, you can sort your free agents by the amount of ads around the league um, and different leagues. And he is a very popular player to be added. So if you wanted to scoop him up, I would do it quickly. Um, but also monitor that that's an injury story right now. Um, so the Seahawks are also not the most pristine passing defense in the NFL. Um, there are yards to be had for Josh Reynolds if he does play. The Lions are also very proficient in the red zone. I, I believe they're the number two red zone efficiency offense, that meaning they turn red zone trips into touchdowns, the second best team in the league in that category. So not only will that give them more scoring chances, but more opportunities for Josh Reynolds himself to get into the end zone. Because like I said before, you don't need these guys, you know, especially the sleepers. You don't need these guys to get 10 catches for 150 yards. You know, that's that's not what we're doing here. But four catches for 48 yards and a touchdown, that's that's a pretty productive day. That, that'll get you double-digit points. So um, you, you, you want to get him in the end zone. So I think Josh Reynolds has a great chance to get in the end zone um, against the Seahawks this week. So he's a guy that I would I would, I would would really think about adding to your team this week. And my second guy, also a receiver um, around the league, not a non-Seahawks Lions player, is DeAndre Carter, the wide receiver for the Chargers. Now, if you haven't heard of him, don't feel too bad. He's bounced around. He's been on five different teams in five over the last five years, starting a grand total of 15 of those games. So not exactly a household name. However, with the injury to Keenan Allen and now having him confirmed out for this game, the Chargers are forced to look elsewhere, and that they may look Carter's way. In, fa in fact, they have so far this year. Um, Carter has logged at least seven fantasy points in each of the first three um, games so far per my fantasy league, my fantasy PPR league. So um, DeAndre Carter is a guy to look for. Um, he actually added 13.9 points alone in week one. He's become a very valuable depth option uh, behind Keenan Allen and the like, uh, Mike Williams, you know, um, as a guy who can who – can, carry the load if those guys go down. And as Justin Herbert gets a little bit more healthy this week, at least I hope he is because he's my fantasy quarterback, really need Justin Herbert healthy. Um, he'll, he's naturally going to put up better numbers that way as he gets healthy, and he's going to look DeAndre Carter's way. And Carter is only 4% rostered to this point, according to my Yahoo League. So very available. If, if you're looking for kind of an off-the-cuff, off-the-radar pick, as a, if you're just decimated at receiver, you need a boost. You need a guy that can maybe push you over the edge at your flex. And DeAndre Carter is a guy you can scoop up. Now, it's not a guy maybe that you can scoop up and keep on your team forever. Might not be effective down the road, but especially as long as Keenan Allen is out and Justin Herbert is healthy, I think DeAndre Carter is a guy certainly to look for there. So pick him up for a quick boost. You can follow me at NickLee51 on Twitter, and always remember to check your bye weeks and also check Saturday night and Sunday morning for those injury updates as they come in. They come in fast and furious very early Sunday morning, so pay attention to those, and I think you'll do just fine. I wish you best of luck here in the fantasy week four already, and uh, again, like I said, with Rashad Penny, I'm going to sink or swim with you, so we'll see how that goes, and once again, I, I hope you find this enjoyable and worth your time. Go Hawks and enjoy fantasy football.